All right. Hey, what's going on, good people? It's Gardner Douglas, your oyster ninja. Ninja, man, I ain't saying that in a while. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we're here with uh, Richard Hartogs. Is that did I pronounce that right? You did. Cool, cool. And you are the owner of uh, the best. Well, we're gonna find out if it's the best beer, man. It's, it's a, <laughs> it's a lot of talk about it. Um, Rocket Frog Brewery. Yeah, so it's uh, me and my twin brother David own uh, Rocket Frog. Okay, nice. And yeah. Rocket Frog is where, man? We are in Sterling, Virginia, right by Dulles Airport. We're in uh, we're in Loudoun County with about thirty four other breweries. Whew, lot so, of competition, so yeah. man. Yep, a lot yeah. of friends, a lot of competition, but you know it's good because you push each other. No doubt. So speaking of like competition and um, just other breweries, how do you set your beer apart from, um, you know, the other breweries? I mean, for example, we share a parking lot with them and we just have a com almost a completely different beer program. And I guess beer is so diverse that no one brewery is identical to another. Um, but that being said, you know, it's I, it's a question I get a lot, and I I don't know quite how to answer. Like, you know, I know we sh strive to have the best quality, really clean drinking beers for the most part. Um, also, all the other breweries strive to have the best quality and and such. So, um, I think what sticks us apart is we. I mean, if we do have some of the new trendier styles but it's not our forte. We've been sticking to slightly more traditional styles. And I like to think we've been doing really well with them and not chasing the trends, like putting lactose in an IPA. Um, Wait, lactose in so an IPA? Oh, it's a big, uh, you know, right now, especially the hazy IPAs, not all of them have it, but if you see something that says like milkshake IPA, it's going to have it in. Personally, I think it makes them too sweet and takes away from the hops, but that's that's a big trend, and that's one trend that we don't follow. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. I, not sure if I answered that question, but it's a hard one to answer. No, you did. <laughs> now now I'm just kind of, like, interested in, like, so when, when they say, um, like, uh, like your milkshake or, um, like, the ice cream flavors, so that's what it is. They're adding um, lactose? Um, definitely when they say milkshake, uh, IPA, they are, I mean, they're adding, they're being added to gozas also and sa other sours. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes you'll see, um, you know, sometimes it works. Uh, I personally haven't had a IPA that I've liked with it in a long time. Uh, some sours work. Um, so Crooked Run next door to us, they do, uh, a uh, what's it called? Uh, they do one a sour with a sticky rice. Do you ever go to a Thai restaurant and have like mango and sticky rice? Yeah. So it's kind of like drinking that and kind of mirrors that and it works. So it's the delicate ingredient to use. Well, that's cool. In those kind of beers, you know, we have the milk stouts we use them in. So, right, right. So, do you guys have a milk stout or anything like that? We do. It's draft. It's a nitro milk style called Best oh, Buddy. Okay. So it's, it sucks right now is we can't have it on because we can't sell growlers and we don't have 
in cans, but it's one of the few local ones mm-hmm. that's, uh, it's not year round, but it's like seasonal and, uh, it's, it's easy. It's really good. Okay. And just to roll into like the seasonal type beers and collaborations, um, I saw, well, who are you guys collaborating with uh, right now? Anybody? Um, well, right now we have two beers on tap or available that are collaborations. One is the one I sent you, uh, Kai Goza to Peru, Okay. which I, I thought I had at home, but I'm out of it. Okay. And that's, that's when I wanted to taste with you, but mm-hmm. I'll have to do QS. And that was with Inca Social, a local Peruvian restaurant. They made the Chicha Morada. What is that? Uh, for us. Chicha Morada is uh, in Peru. It's a refresh, refreshing drink of purple corn, cinnamon, clove, brown sugar, green apple, lime, and pineapple. All right. Um, <laughs> you, on this one, you, it's, you won't get the spices, the cinnamon clove. You'll smell them, but they're, they're very minor in the flavor, so you get the fruitiness. And it's, it's an all, I could drink that beer all day long. All right, good to know. <laughs> it, it, the other one is an IPA called uh, The Works. With We did it with Fireworks Pizza in Tusky's Restaurant Group. Uh-huh. Uh, in, in Leesburg, they have five restaurants, one in Arlington and the rest are in Loudoun County. And we just kind of made a straight-up IPA, and it turned into one of our favorites. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that, I... That's it. Uh, I saw uh, one collaboration you had. I guess it was just like a one-time thing, but it was like the Black Ale, I think it was. Uh, Black. Oh, the the Black Ale Project. Yeah. Uh, Dave Pappas is a former Marine. So he goes and almost is like a gypsy guest brewer. And you brew what you want, and he tries to come with you. Mm-hmm. And the Black Hill Project, what you do, then you choose a local charity that benefits uh, veterans. So that one was called Wooby. It was a porter with vanilla, chocolate, and coffee. Man, that sounds it's, like a dream. That's my type of beer, actually, man. Really? Yeah, actually, I love porters and stouts. Yeah, but that's over a year old, so we don't have any more. Actually, we do have one on tap that mm-hmm. we did in the winter called Small Business Stout. Uh-huh. And that was a collab. We got a whole bunch of small bottle shops, uh, some in D.C. And, and then the rest in Northern Virginia. And uh, it, was a, uh, it was basically a German chocolate cake milk stout. We used Ooh. coconut, um, what do we call it? Coconut, vanilla, and uh, chocolate. Okay. Man, and that so sounds good. It was great because all these shops were the first to be able to get the cans and kegs of it. So we still have some kegs of it, but the cans are long gone. But it came out really good and not that sweet, which mm-hmm. to me is better for the beer. But that's that's a personal thing. Right, that. right. So yeah. speaking of uh, personal taste, um, yeah. and I know you've probably drank hundreds and hundreds of beers. Do any stand out that aren't yours? Oh, yeah. I mean, I was a big beer fan way well before it. I mean, my favorite, one of my favorite all-time beers is Pliny the Elder out of Russian River Brewing Company in uh, Santa Rosa, California. It's just West Coast IPA. With, you know, West Coast, when you say that, it's going to be more bitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, you'll taste the hops, um, not that malty. Um, 
but bitter with the purpose of also bringing out the flavors of the hops. So that, um, let's see here, um, that's just one of them. I used to really love zombie dust from Three Floyds, all citra hop, pale ale. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's so many. I'm trying to blank. Uh, Ale Smith out of uh, San Diego has uh, Speedway Stout in variants. It's a coffee stout at I think it's ten percent, mm-hmm. and they just Ooh. barrel age it. Different barrels all the time. Different types of coffees, and those are some of the best barrel aged beers I've had. That's cool too. So, uh, like, as a um, as a you, I mean, you have your own brewery now. Do you try to emulate any of those, or you just try and be original? Or you know, you I don't want to say you try to emulate. You want to be original, but our brewer and I, when, when and my brother, when we talk, we kind of just describe, like, especially early on, what kind of flavors we wanted in our beer. So when we get to tasting the angry, angry Alice, like that's kind of um an ode to the west coast but so just you know when you talk about what beers you like and what we want to make you know you, you just end up having something in the same genre in the same mold as the beers anyway so so i wouldn't say emulate as much or uh inadvertent emulation i guess i, I don't know right and so- then Go ahead. The first, yeah, and like with the first beer that we're that I'm gonna try, and I can I may open it now. <laughs> sure. Hey, let's of, get to it, man. I'm I'm not. Yeah. What's what's so, what are we drinking first? So I just uh, this is the the lager that I sent you, the Eleanor. Okay. So it's named after my niece Eleanor. Cheers. Cheers. I know you can't cheers anyone anymore. <laughs> it's virtually, virtually it works. Right. So this this one we. When you talk about emulating um, stuff, the, our brewer, Russell Carpenter, he's got a PhD in biochemistry. And he, he's awesome. And um, so he changes the water chemistry of this beer to mimic that of uh, the Munich water, meaning the mineral content, you know, softens the mineral content to the, in the pH balance. You know, just added benefits to get the flavor, so. So when you're trying to brew two style, that's a good thing to emulate, like the classics. So um, is it okay that I'm drinking out of a can or should I go get a glass? Yeah, that's yeah, for sure. Especially, like this one, um, I always say drink how you want. Some of the other beers, you'll be able to just – actually, I'll, I'll tell you what to do when we get to the Angry Angry Alice. So Man, that's sure. crazy, man. That is uh, so smooth. It's like mm-hmm. silky smooth, man. It's like it, it just rolls over your tongue and you don't even feel it. Right. And this, this I think, would go really good with some oysters, too. If, if you're not sure what, um, I, th- sure. I think, like, you'll, you'll probably get some brininess coming down, you know, with it. But it's, otherwise, it, but you could pair this beer with any kind of food. Right. Yeah, that's a good drinking beer, I would say. Yeah, exactly. It's probably the one I drink the most in the brewery. Okay. Mostly because it's low, lower in alcohol content. Right, right, right. It makes the day go by easier. It. Uh, I, I don't <laughs> drink that much in the brewery, but I have to make sure, you know, I, I live 20-minute drive home, so okay. I have to be very, very careful. But, man, sometimes uh, when I get home, though, <laughs> no that's doubt. another story. Right. 
So uh, what's the, I guess, uh, what's been getting you by like lately with, you know, the social distancing and just the times that we're in, man? Um, well, I guess personally, like since we're a brewery, we're considered an essential, an essential business. So I'm still able to go to the brewery every day and at least get a change of atmosphere. So that's definitely helping me out. And then what's helping the brewery out since we're, we're, now allowed to sell actually walk the beer out to the curb mm-hmm. which was illegal last month and do deliveries our customers have been phenomenal in supporting us uh, you know we, we pretty much lost most of distribution which is at least 50 percent of our business man um and the uh the cut you know we've been selling so much stuff out of the tasting room it, it definitely doesn't make up for missing our weekend crowd and distribution, but that's, that's been keeping us. And then, you know, so we get to see them at a distance and that, that kind of keeps it not normal the way we're at, the way we're, you know, behaving with social distancing, which is a good thing. Right. Right. Uh, right now, but it's still, uh, you know, it's, it's just nice to see and people are telling you they love us and want to keep supporting us. And, you know, saying thank you isn't enough. And I don't know how to say anything more. Well, I, right. I do, but I don't know really. I don't know. It's it's just really touching, and that's one of the cool things that I get to see firsthand, and people tell me, and that's you know, it keeps us going. Yeah, no doubt, man. Would you say that's the worst part of this whole uh, pandemic right now? I mean, besides you know the lives lost, but far as like business wise, um, just uh, you know where the restaurants and stuff are down. So like you, that's like you said, it's fifty percent. Yeah, I, I, it, it is, you know, just all kinds of, the worst part is when you take, I mean, obviously the people's health and wellness, if you take that away, which, you know, obviously that's the worst part, but when you yeah. recover from this and I'm scared of how many small businesses, how many of my favorite bars won't be there. Um, I think we're, we're able to take advantage of the CARES Act to help us out a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and our bank has been really easy to work with and it's I don't know if that's the case it's not the case for everybody so that's really a big worry and it bums me out too yeah okay man let's talk about something positive man let's get to the next <laughs> okay. beer let's get to all right so we'll let's go to the angry angry Alice okay cool double IPA so now what does double IPA this, mean it's uh well first when you open it you got to put your nose by it okay uh so it's an ipa is an india pale ale mm-hmm. um and so this is just stronger in alcohol and more hops <laughs> wow okay and it's still less than three weeks old so it's really fresh this beer and that's exactly what like that's what was getting to my nose like freshness and citrus and uh I guess that's hops, maybe. Exactly. So, so uh, one of the hops in here, so it has citrus, hops, Simcoe, and mosaic hops. And the mosaic hops are really grapefruity and citrusy. And so that, that could be what you're getting. Yeah. It's quite a leap from the last one. Wow. <laughs> It just keeps going. Do you like IPAs? I, I like them all, man. Um, I prefer good. I prefer like porters and stouts 
because you know when I drink beer, I try to just drink like one or two. So the the porters and stouts keep me there, and then like next it would be the IPAs where I can just have one and kind of coast it on them. Right. But that's uh that um that angry angry Alice man. It's like the flavor like keeps uh, multiplying. It's like you get that initial, and then you hit another bump of flavor, and then you get that last little bit all the way. You know, so it's crazy, right. man. It's it's like you get some of the bitterness and then the citrus and some candied sugar or candied orange at the end. This is my favorite beer that we have. Wow. I I don't really drink it much at the brewery because it's eight point eight percent and trouble. Yeah. <laughs> trouble. So, funny story. The first time I was at a bar and they had it on tap, I had five of them and Ooh. Then I stood up. I was like, oh, my God. And right. I was so hungover. I Ubered, luckily, back and forth into D.C. for it. But I learned my lesson the hard way. Right. <laughs> What's the uh, picture the- you got up on the wall? That's a monkey drink- drinking some liquor. I, th- I think I got – I don't know what it is. I just thought it was funny. Okay. All right. Easy enough. Yeah. Just wondering. <laughs> some girl I know, she put a googly eye on the monkey. No doubt, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so, I keep it pretty light around here. I, I, it's a, it's a kind of cool story how you guys came up with the name Rocket Frog, man. I'm from the Eastern Shore. Okay, are you? Yeah, I'm from like maybe 15 minutes from Sugar Tick. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, it took me a while to really like realize like there's some really good oysters out of there. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, like I was at first. I always thought it was kind of just like bay oysters, like you get, or almost golf oysters, you know, kind of more meaty and oily. Mm -hmm. But man, there's some really good oysters out of there. No, I was spoiled when I was on the shore, man. Didn't even know it, man, because you know the eastern shore is a peninsula. So on one side you got the Chesapeake Bay, and the other side you got the Atlantic Ocean. And then at the tip of the, the shore, man, it's just like, oh, well, I guess where the, um, you know, the bay and the ocean meets, it's just some beautiful oysters, man. That flavor is so complex where you can taste, like, taste the saltiness that's not overpowering, you know? And then you can taste yeah. the sweetness also. So some beautiful oysters out of the shore. But do you want to tell the listeners how you came up with Rocket Frog? Yeah, so... Um... I guess on Wallops Island, Virginia, uh, right by Chincoteague, um, is where NASA launches. It's, it's probably, they have probably have the most rocket launches in the world, number by number. And there's uh, a launch on September 6, 2013, where a, uh, a remote photographer was going through his photos after the launch. And he's like, what, what is this? And he zoomed in and realized there was a frog photobomb the launch. I guess the jet blast, um, or the rocket blast kind of propelled it into the air. Right, right. And such. So as a joke, I named my fantasy football team Rocket Frog. And a couple of years later, we're trying to figure out our brewery name and nothing was working. So I was changing my roster and I emailed David. I was like, hey, how about Rocket Frog Brewing Company? He's like, sure. That was and easy. That was <laughs> yeah. And then it happened about we're twins. And it happened 23 minutes before our birthday. Nice. Um, it turns out, you know, in, in Virginia. And also uh, the people who made it, Orbital ATK, now North Grumman, are a mile and a half from our brewery. Nice. So 
yeah, so we really taken on the name. We see the Northrop Grumman and the flight engineers all the time. Right. And I went to a launch last year, actually. Okay, cool, man. That's real yeah. cool. I was uh, trying to pull up the um, the picture, but I guess it's not uh, coming up for me. Oh, yeah. Our website, two days ago, all of a sudden, was down. Like, I, um, I don't know. It said, said I should have had received an email about the ISP, but it's a whole thing. Right. <laughs> so, yep. That sucks. I guess if you Google Rocket Frog in uh, CNN, that will come up. And what's crazy is I think I kind of like remember when this was uh, going on. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's funny. Can't get it. But I, th- I think it's great. And so we get so many uh, people from NASA in, and they're space enthusiasts. And mm-hmm. I've learned an awful lot about the industry. Do they get it um, automatically, like Rocket Frog? Yeah. Okay. They're definitely the, the space people. Right. But, uh, most people don't until you tell them. And, you know, I mean, it's a goofy name. And that's part of the reason why I really like it. So. So what, what's our next one, man? So let's go to the one you want to try the most, or one of the ones, the Wild Silent Brown Ale. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I know some, the other ones you, you don't have to open if you don't want to, because they'll be big. You know, you do what you want to do. <laughs> but... The other, the other two, the few after this are going to be sippers, so be careful. But so I will yeah, be so yeah, so so this is a wild island brown ale named mm-hmm. after what we were just talking about. We won a Great American Beer Festival medal with this. Wow, that's uh, big! From, yeah, four years, four months out of the gate, we won it. Four months, so, so that's got to be like setting the tone for something major, man. Apparently it was the second fastest ever, but it's uh, some of it's luck just when we opened, but it's also skilled just because our brewer Russell is great. This, this beer was his baby, right? His brainchild. So, cheers. Uh oh. Oh, there's. Can you see it? I do. Yeah, it's crazy. The little frog, man. Yep. Wow. <laughs> so this beer is good. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's really complex recipe, too. There's 12 malts and oats in it. Uh-huh. And a couple different hops for some flavoring. So, so I think from when we were talking, this is one that you wanted to try. Oh, man, that's real good. I like that. Very impressive. Stop it. Keep it going. <laughs> hey, you know what happened? Wayne? I was on YouTube and I was looking at uh, uh, your brother's like a, a film guy. Yeah, uh, my brother Peter is a, a video production company. Right. So I was looking and I saw like, I think it was what, episode one or episode 101 or something. And like the the beer went, I guess it came up wrong or something, and you spit it all out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, that happened. Uh, I think that it went up my nose, it out, and uh, he, yeah, he, 
and he used it. So forget sorry, that. sorry to bring it up, man. But it was so funny. Like I was at work and I bust out laughing, man. Oh, good. Yeah, I think there's a few incidences of that happening throughout the series. So, so my brother and his business partner, they is a 22 part series, like three to five minute little shorts that they right. did following us and. At the time, I was like kind of annoying, like oh, do I have to set up these shots? And but it's really awesome to watch now, especially now that we're coming up on two years right, being right. open. It's I don't, you know, not many people have kind of a visual timeline like that. Yeah, that's that's special, man. Have like a, a you know look back on it, and you know you can play it at the uh, brewery and everything. It's pretty cool. Yeah, no doubt. So my fault, man. Um, I was looking for that. Would you say it was in this? So this it's just twelve different malts and oats. So what does that mean? So, like twelve different malts. What does that mean? So a lot of the flavoring for beer, aside from the yeast and hops, comes in the the coloring. The coloring, for example, comes from the malts. So there's a lot of chocolate malts, dark roasted malts in here. Um, some caramel malts. So I guess. What Russell did was, I mean, he, he perfected this recipe at his last job, mm -hmm. uh, too. So just kind of messing with the ratios of all these. And the, the oats kind of give it some body to it without adding that much flavor and such. So, yeah. And you said this, this was the one, the uh, Wallops Island was the one that won all the awards? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that one's the one... Uh, Great American Beer Festival bronze medal, which was amazing. That was nice. That so, was, in a competition, what do they look at? Like, how do they judge? Like, so it's a blind judging, and they're basically looking. So, this was in the American Brown Ale category. So, I guess that's you take, go from a traditional English brown and add a little more malt backbone to, I mean, hop hops to it. And I guess that's what they look like, but it's judging's kind of weird. It's they have these guidelines they have to abide by, but it's still subjective. And then somebody could have been tasting, you know, fifteen different beers judging before they get to yours. So, gotcha. I've seen, yeah, I've seen score sheets that make no sense, and a part of me is like, man, do they have the right beer, or right, right, <laughs> or do we fuck something up and uh, sending it? Uh, right. don't, me. don't say it. No, you're good. Don't yeah. say anything. Just keep moving, right? Like, keep your head down. Maybe they won't catch yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's just, it is what it is. Uh, but sometimes it's pretty neat to see the results. Like, some, like a good judge, you know, because the BJCP is like Beer Judge Certified Program or something. You know, good judge, you, the competitions will mail back your score sheets. Mm -hmm. And a good judge, you know, whether they like your beer or not will give some pretty good feedback. And that's always cool. And more important, Russell really likes to see that also. Okay. So, so are you going to, uh, do you guys always yeah. enter like different contests and stuff like that? We do. Uh, we entered this past GABF, we didn't medal, but two of our beers made the finals. Okay. Um, I mean, there's so many breweries and so many beers also. And so it's really, I mean, first, start with a really good beer and then it's a crapshoot i think right and i'm then uh yeah we entered the world beer cup this year that was coinciding with the craft beer brewers conference which was supposed to be in san antonio in a couple weeks 
but it mm-hmm. got canceled. Yeah. So that that's so we were really we had a couple of beers we were really looking forward to see how they would do. Oh man. But bummers. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, so I got a couple more beers and. All right. In ten more minutes. No doubt. <laughs> so I got um. Yeah. What I got here is the Peru. Okay, so that's the one I wanted to open. Okay. I don't. I don't have it. Oh. I've got, okay. So I've got the the Key West one. Did Did you get that one or no? I don't believe so. Okay. Well, I'll put that on the side for now since I'm actually doing another drinking thing in a little bit. Okay, that's gonna be really fun. This is really good, but it's it's really heavy on the key lime, uh-huh. and it'll it'll kill my palate. Huh. <laughs> so that one you have won't. Okay. Um, they have the same base beer as Zagoza, mm-hmm. which is a German style uh, tart sour ale, a kettle soured with lactobacillus, and then it's got coriander and sea salt. Okay. And then for that one. We added the chicha morada in there. So this one I'll get to. This I put the label on by hand on this one, and it didn't come out too straight. Hold on one second. Okay, we're recording again. All right. So this is a barrel-aged golden word. It's our Belgian triple is called golden word, and then. We aged this for 10 months in a Sauvignon Blanc barrel mm-hmm. uh, from uh, Stone Tower Winery in Leesburg, Virginia. If so, I had it cold, I would bring it out, but I put these in the refrigerator because yeah. I knew I was going to do it. No, this one, because, you know, this is it's like 14 bucks a bottle, so that's why I was like, Whoa, okay. you know, I'll, I'll <laughs> open this one uh, and, uh, you know, talk you through but i i think this is one of the ones i think will go great with oysters okay um i mean if you you'll get some funk and a, a brightness out of it and then you'll get um uh some stone fruit finishing with it so i've seen you do the little tap so like what's the proper way to like taste oh, so, a so, beer no, so so for me like if you see these little bubbles on this glass right right like that that's that means it's not fully clean. So uh, oh. sometimes when you tap it on the bottom, um, they'll dissipate. And I was hoping nobody would notice, but <laughs> cause I, I just pulled Oops. a bunch of these from one of my shelves. Okay. And like, right. you know, I washed them a while ago, but I haven't used them. And uh, yeah, so that's what it was. Okay, gotcha. All right, <laughs> I thought you. you was being fancy. My bad. <laughs> no, no, the, the, the pinky out. Man. No doubt. <laughs> cool, man. Man, I appreciate you uh, taking time and uh, talking with the Oyster Ninja podcast. And um, hopefully once we get, you know, back to our regular scheduled life, we can um, do that oyster and rocket frog thing, man, and make it happen. I would love that. I would absolutely love that. It- I think we could get a, a good turnout for it too. So that sounds great uh, to me, man. But we'll we'll talk further, um, you know, on that. And I, I wish you guys all the luck until then. I know it's going to be tough, you know, but uh, you guys got a great product, and um, I'm happy. Uh, I saw your post, man. When I saw you were delivering, I was like, hold on, let me get on it. <laughs> <laughs> right, and uh, yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. doing doing whatever we can to survive right now. Right. So tell the good listeners, um, 
one, how they can um, get your beer if they're in the, uh, I guess, DMV area. And then two, how they can reach yes. you guys, you know, on social media. And the website is down now, but it'll be back up. So the best, the best way to get a hold of us is through um, our Facebook page at Rocket Frog Brewing. Um, that's that's the one where not only I watch it, we have three other people watching it, so I, your message won't get lost. Right. Uh, with Instagram, it's just me, and I don't get job. the notifications. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I guess I have time now, but um, yeah. So do that. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram. All of them are at Rocket Frog Beer or Rocket Frog Brewing. Mm-hmm. Um, send us a message that way. And every day we're posting the same link to how you could buy and order beer uh, okay. through us. And that's it. Okay, cool. And as far as, um, like, do you ship anywhere or do you just ship in the area? Just, uh, just ship to Virginia. Okay. All right. Hey, we don't want any problems. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay, man. I appreciate your time, man. Hey, and, uh, no problem. Well, thanks, thanks for, for All right. Well, we'll, we'll touch base pretty soon, hopefully. Sounds good, man. All right, see you, Gardner. All right, man. Take care. Bye. Uh oh.